Whoa, 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 what the hell are you doing? Well, Mayor West is afraid of zombies, so the city says all caskets must be encased in concrete. You'll thank me when no one eats our brains. You'll thank me. Hold it, stop the funeral! Quagmire's not really dead! Ugh. Zombie! Pesido, pesido, se ve se me sido, no me me pegando, cualquido, cualquido, en la se me boca. I got the horses in the back, horse tack is attached, hat is Maddie Black, got the boots that black to match. Riding on a horse, you can whip your Porsche. I'm not a tough guy, gentle, I'm not rough guy, just can't eat enough guy, I'm a Coco Puff guy, I'm that dead type, traumatized and sad type, drinking till I'm I'm a fat guy. The new kitten. Duh. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome. We're gathered here today for another episode of Frickin' Sweet, a week-by-week, episode-by-episode look back at Family Guy 20 years later. I'll be presiding over this episode. I'm your Family Guy, Ian. And this week, we have a lovely episode of Family Guy for you. It's I Take the Quagmire. Well, we are officially lost. On the great space coast. Shut up, Ricky. Just shut up right now. Unless the next words out of your mouth are directions how to get back to the fish skeleton, I'm going to punch you right in the stomach. This is our fourth season's 21st episode and our 71st episode overall. It is Volume 4's episode 8. <laughs> and was directed by Seth Kearsley. And written by Tom Maxwell, Dan Woodward, and Steve Callahan, just a handful of writers, and is absolutely hilarious. It also debuted on March 12, 2006, Sans King of the Hill, an American Dad, but it did premiere with a really funny episode of The Simpsons called The Seemingly Never-Ending Story. It weaves flashback into flashback into flashback as we get a humbling look at Mr. Burns, Mo falls in love. Krabappel shows that she's a really great teacher to Bart, and uh, it gives a good backstory, an Indiana Jones-esque backstory to Snake, and uh, shows the beginnings of his criminal career. And it's so good that it won them a primetime Emmy, and it's one of my favorite episodes of the newer, well, the mid-seasons at this point. But our episode is absolutely hilarious as well. It's got tons of funny jokes, and it's got a really good list of guest stars. Uh, it's got Brian Cranston playing his role from Malcolm in the Middle, Hal, the dad. It's got Christy Carlson Romano of Kim Possible and even Stevens fame. It has Adam Carolla reprising his role as Death, Nicole Sullivan playing Joan, the maid-slash-Quagmire's love interest, and uh, Alex Trebek playing himself. And it's, like I said, it's a really good episode, and it's the first episode where they really focused in on Quagmire. Uh, in the episode Blind Ambition, Quagmire's the focus of, like, the first third of it. And uh, they noted in the commentary that this is the first episode that really focuses on Quagmire. And it's a really funny episode, and I can't wait to get into it. And so, let's get into the plot. Giggity giggity, giggity goo. Stick around. This week's episode starts with Peter on the Wheel of Fortune. He's made it to the final puzzle, and his letter guesses are Z for the letter Q, another Q, a third Q, 
and the Batman symbol. No help there. He guesses Alex Karras and Webster and manages to get it astonishingly. He wins and he decides uh, that in the showcase he's going to buy the ceramic dog that was always a mainstay of Wheel of Fortune, a hat rack, and one free week of maid service. Uh, he also tries to buy himself in the little circle and uh, the guy, he's like, hey, how much is the fat guy in the circle? I don't see a price on that. And uh, Pat, who Peter calls Regis in the segment, but it's Pat Sajak. I don't know why they decided to do that. I don't know why they had to. Uh, but he's like, uh, that's you. And he's like, oh, no, well, that's embarrassing. Uh, we cut to the family watching him on the Wheel of Fortune. And Lois is like, ah, oh, you look so cute on TV. And Brian's like, yeah, you know, that was pretty good. I've seen Stranger Things on game shows. And we cut to Adam West uh, on Jeopardy. And he, Mr. Mixelplix's uh, Alex Trebek by getting him to say Kebert Zella. Uh, and it's really, really funny. I fucking love that segment. Later on, we see Stewie breastfeeding with Lois. Lois is super sore. She's like, ah, you know, chill out, man. Uh, the maid arrives, and Peter says that it's more exciting than when he was went on that uh, adventure. We cut to him on the Great Space Coaster, which is just an old kid's show. Uh, it's where they're riding in like a flying car through space, and they it's like ten years later, and they're just completely lost. It's it's a really really old joke. Uh, Joan, the maid, uh, cleans out Peter's belly button for him and pulls out cigarettes and ColecoVision. And Peter's like, all right, this is going to be a fun afternoon. And that's fucking hilarious. It's one of my favorite jokes of the whole episode. Uh, Peter also rides Joan like a horse and gets into a race with two Asian gentlemen riding their maid, one of them sounding like a sports announcer. And that's pretty funny as well. Uh, she ends up collapsing in the race and they end up losing. Later, we see Brian watching TV. Uh, we see Brian Cranston reprising his role as Hal for a Malcolm in the Middle joke or Malcolm in the Murder where the mom is just going crazy and he hits her with a refrigerator door. He, in the in the notes that I read, um, it says that they tried to get the mom to play her character, but she's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want people to dislike that character, which is weird because I feel like all anyone remembers about that is that she was fucking crazy. Uh, but Lois shows Brian her breasts because she's like, look, look at, uh, look at what, Stewie's done because Brian's like you know I've seen a lot of medical shows you can show me and uh, he's just fucking jaw agape eyes wide and uh, there's a funny Baldwin joke where Alec is breastfeeding all of his uh, siblings and I'm pretty sure come on Danny uh, you, you need you need the most you're the weakest and that's fucking hilarious Brian then is kind of, Brian's kind of gross throughout this whole episode because he's involved with this B story. He's like, uh, you know, if you need to show me anything, you know, under your pants, you you can. She's like, what? And he's like, pull down your underpants. It's kind of, it's, it's, it's fucking gross. But uh, Peter and the guys are hanging out at the house and they're, Peter's trying to show off his maid. And so he puts a bunch of dynamite and firecrackers into a watermelon, gives it to Meg. And she's like, what am I supposed to do with this? And then it fucking explodes. She says the line, I hate you, I hate you, but uh, there was another line she was supposed to say, but it got censored by Fox. It was, fuck you, I'll kick your ass to hell, which is fucking hilarious. I'd love to hear Mira Cuban say that. This is where Quag and Joan meet for the first time. Uh, he just goes, he completely swoons for her, 
and uh, Cleveland says, hey, is that a banana in your pocket or a erection in your pocket? And it's really fucking funny. Um, Quagmire, like, asks her out, and she says yes, then he leaves, and he leans against the door and has Disney dreams about being, like, Lady and the Tramp, Aladdin and Jasmine, all that stuff. Uh, Stewie, later on, rejects formula when Lois tries to give it to him, and, uh, he's like, oh, this is more disgusting than when, uh, the fat man had that Daisy Duke period. And we cut to Peter and Daisy Dukes, he bends over to get a ball, and it's, yeah, you get it. Uh, we see Quagmire and Joan on the beach, uh, assume, assuming some significant period of time later, maybe a month or two. Um, there are some racist screaming black dolphins in the background who are just, you know, being racist. But the point of the scene is that Quagmire asks Joan to marry him. They get engaged. Uh, the guys think it's some sort of scam. Peter's like, this has to be a prank, like when I had that prank show. Cut to Peter running up to Ashton Kutcher and fucking throwing a tomahawk in his fucking face. He's like, yeah, you've been tomahawked. That's my show, tomahawked. Stewie is having trouble kicking his breast milk habit. He says that the uh, Founding Fathers had an easier time writing the Bill of Rights. We cut to the Founding Fathers writing the Bill of Rights, and they're like, you know, what's confusing about the Second Amendment? Everyone has the right to hang a pair of bear arms in their house. I don't see how that's confusing. He's like, all right, well, let's let's get this to the printer. Oh, but let's take out this abortion thing. Bastards. Uh, Quagmire has everyone over to his house, and he's changed completely. His house is no longer a bachelor pad. And he's just a total dork talking about without a trace and shit like that. Um, but the guys are just fucking floored by it. Um, when they leave, the guys are like, alright, we we have got to fucking change him back. So they take him to a magazine stand. They try to get him to look at porn, but he, he's just looking at home decoration magazines. <laughs> it's funny. He's like... Oh, look, they used uh, an old spinning wheel for their uh, coffee table. I want that in my house, and that's funny. They also take him to a strip club, and he's just offended for all the women there now. And Joe's not really having a good time because he can't feel anything below his waist. At the park, Brian is still being gross to Lois, and Stewie uses a swing to uh, Temple of Doom his way into a woman's uh, boob, and he manages to knock the other baby into a trash can, and he starts sucking on her, uh, breast, but she, of course, immediately notices. Uh, at the bar, the guys resolve to break up the couple, and that's pretty much all that happens there. It's a really short scene. Uh, at the wedding, Peter comes up with the Statue of Liberty's foot, and He's he's like, yeah, you know, I I got this because I know you got a foot fetish and Quagmire's like, oh, thank you, no, but I uh, I I don't I don't need this. And Peter's like, do you understand what I had to do to get this? I you don't understand the favors I had to call in from people that I've never even met. This was a real task to get this here for. And he's like, no, that's all right. I'm I I really don't need it. And Peter's like, all right, well, you know what? Just get it out of here. Get it out of here. And uh, it's really fucking funny. Um. At the reception, uh, Lois's breasts have swelled because she's not been breastfeeding uh, Stewie, and it pops a button on her shirt, and Peter's like, ah, now I know how to get Quagmire's attention. 
he sprays champagne all over her and tries to jiggle her up and down and and it that is what i guess finally gets to quagmire he's like giggity 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 oh god i made a huge mistake and we cut outside and adam west finds the foot from the statue of liberty and he goes full charlton heston from planet of the apes you bastards you blew it up uh the guys give quagmire some advice at the bar except for cleveland because when Quagmire's like, how did you get out of your marriage? And Cleveland's like, you slept with my wife. And he's just pissed the whole fucking scene. Uh, but they give him advice. You know, you just need to, like, you know, you just need to man up and tell her. Um, we get a cutaway to Quagmire with a chick. Because they were like, I, you know, you're re- usually really good at getting out of relationship. And he's like, I know, I know. And we cut away to Quagmire with, a, with just some chick. It's Christy Carlson Romano providing the voice. She was also the voice of Kim Possible, and she was the older sister on Even Stevens. Um, but as he's leaving, he's like, um, he does a full Woody Woodpecker impression. It's really funny. Uh, Quag walks into his kitchen and tries to break up with Joan, and she goes full-on fucking crazy and threatens to kill herself and him uh, if he if he tries to do that. Back at the house, Stewie is trying to steal breast milk from Lois while she sleeps with a breast pump. As he's leaving, he drops it on the floor and he starts licking it off. And he's like, oh my god, what have I become? I need to fucking quit this. And so he resolves to finally kick his habit of breast milk. At the bar, there's a lot of scene at the bars in this one. Uh, But the guys resolve, I gotta stop saying that. The guys decide to fake Quagmire's death because that's the only way that they can get Joan to leave and get Quagmire's life back. Uh, so the guys show up to Quagmire's house and show Joan a tape of Quagmire's fake death. It's fucking terrible. They're all in it. it the production value is really good, and she obviously just does not believe it. They're like, all right, switch to plan B. So Quagmire comes in and fakes a heart attack. Dag, 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 dag. Uh, Stewie, back at the house, has finally kicked his breast milk habit. He is on the straight and narrow now, but unfortunately... Lois wants to continue because she misses feeling close with Stewie. So she picks him up and, and, and is like, oh, come here, baby. And she's like, no. He's like, no, no, you you bitch, you bitch. I finally stopped it. No, I don't want to. Oh, oh, but it's so good. No, I'll kill you. And then he just falls right back into it. And that is the end of the B story. At Quagmire's funeral, everything's going right. And uh, the guys are like, all right, we'll just come back and get him after, you know, in like 30 minutes. Uh, but they start pouring concrete into his crave, and they're like, what are you doing? And they're like, Mare West is afraid of zombies, so we have to cover all of them with concrete. And it's funny, because Adam West has been killed in a zombie movie by zombies before, and he's like, you'll thank me. And uh, Death shows up, and is like, I'm here for, you know, Quagmire. And Peter freaks out, and he jumps into the grave. He, he opens the casket, Quagmire arises... And Joan is super fucking excited, but Death is like, look, I have you on my list, so so Quagmire is coming with me. And when he goes to grab him, Joan saves him by jumping in the way. Death touches her, and she's di- she dies. And the guys are like, you know, she's already dead, and her last name is Quagmire. And Death is like, yeah, all right. Adam Carolla reprises his role as Death here, and it's really funny. Uh, and before he can leave, Quagmire asks if he can fi- have five more minutes with the body, and we get another Woody Woodpecker thing, and we get to our credits.
And with that, our episode is over. But all that means is that it's now time to give out our episode awards. We have many fine nominees this week, but only a handful can win. And this week's first frickin' sweet award for the episode I Take the Quagmire is the Best Appearance on a Game Show Award, and it goes to Peter Griffin on Wheel of Fortune. All right, Peter, you made it to the bonus round. Congratulations. Thanks, Regis. Okay, the category is actor and show, so we need five consonants and a vowel. Uh, okay, um, Z, four, Q, another Q, uh, a third Q, and the Batman symbol. Okay, no help there. Um, 15 seconds. If you want to take a shot at it, talk it out. Is it Alex Karras in Webster? I don't believe it. Oh my god, I just took a shot in the deck. Holy crap! Fantastic, fantastic. Our next award is the Best One Night Stand Award, and this goes to the Woody Woodpecker One Night Stand with Christy Carlson Romano. Wow, that was great. Sure was. See ya. But you said we were going to get married. Oh, I only said that so you'd get googity Ha 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 Hilarious. I loved Woody Woodpecker back in the day. Uh, our next award is the Hardest Left Turn in a Character Award. And this was pretty easy. It goes to Joan Quagmire for going absolutely batshit. So anyway, uh, what I'm trying to tell you is, uh, some of the guys thought we should get a divorce. What? But, 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 but I, I told them they didn't know what they were talking about. Good, good, because if you ever left me, I'd have to cut myself, and then I'd cut you. I love you, Glenn. I love you too, insane woman I'm having second thoughts about. What? Oh, right. Terrifying, absolutely terrifying. Our next award is the Best Worst Fake Death Film, and this one goes to Quagmire's Fake Death. All right, fellas, I think we did it. This may be the most absolutely perfect fake death in the history of fake deaths. What do you guys want? Joan, um, you mind if we come in? There's, um, there's been an accident. This is, uh, not gonna be easy, but, um, it's something you should see. So anyway, here's Quagmire walking through the park, minding his own business. Uh, I just happen to be there with my video camera when a ninja shows up! And then a Nazi came! And then an evil pots and pans robot! Destroy! Destroy! I imagine you're probably wondering what happened to the body. Well, we thought of that. Oh no! Quagmire's dead! Wait! We might still be able to save it. Oh no! We are so, so sorry for your loss. Is this a joke? I wish it were, Joan. I wish it were a joke. But these things happen, you know? You go for a walk in the park one day, and wheelchair ninjas and Nazis and pots and pans robots show up to kill you, and dinosaurs show up to eat the remains. You've seen the news. You're not fooling anyone. 
All right, fellas, plan B. Plan B, Quagmire. Hi, honey, I'm home. Oh, heart attack. <laughs> Glenn, sweetheart, is he all right? No, he's dead. I can tell I'm a cop. Oh, my God. Are you sure? You know what'll prove it? When people die, they void their bowels. I said when people die, they void their bowels. Ah! Oh, my God! <laughs> what a jackass! Truly, truly inspiringly terrible. Our next category is Best Loophole, and this goes to Quagmire for getting off on a technicality. Uh, you know, um, this is probably not cool, just throwing it out there. Um, she was suicidal. She was? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I had heard that, too. And her last name was Quagmire. Well, good enough for me. Our penultimate award is the Best Setup for an Afternoon. And that goes to Joan Quagmire cleaning out Peter's belly button. Joan, it's great to have you here. No one's cleaned my belly button in a long time. Lois is afraid to go near there, and my fingers are too thick. What is this? A carton of parliaments. I haven't smoked in ten years. Hey, keep digging. Oh, ColecoVision. Yeah, this is going to be a fun afternoon. And our last category is best meet cute for Quagmire and Joan. All right, boys, it's my maid's last night, so we gotta make the most of it. I filled this watermelon with chocolate pudding and M80 firecrackers. Hey, Meg, will you hold this for Daddy? Okay. Why? Uh, it's a present. It's a thanks for being such a sweetie watermelon. So you'll hang on to that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. This is weird. Am I supposed to eat this? I hate you! I hate you! Oh, maid! Oh, my God! Everybody, this is Joan. Hi. Hello. Day uniden, hablen death are with hal uniden, leth hanshed deun quagmandir. Dena dan re dun hebeldath mithrandir ve on hal hesano. Uh, uh, hey there. Uh, I mean, uh, it's n nice to pleasure your acquaintance. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, would you like to go out to dinner tomorrow night? I'd love to. God, he works fast. Hey, Quagmire, is that a banana in your pocket or a erection in your pocket? Do you want to say nine o'clock? Sure. See you then. Oh, my God. I'm in love. And that'll do it for the freaking sweet awards. And that'll do it this week. We had a lot of fun. I've been your family guy, Ian. Uh, thanks for listening. This week was really funny. This episode's hilarious and absolutely freaking sweet. Next week, we got another freaking sweet episode lined up for you. It's sibling rivalry. Peter gets a vasectomy, which means we get the really funny vasectomy song, as well as Stewie meeting the former sperm brother, Bertram, who comes into the full world. And they have a huge war in the playground. It's fucking hilarious. I can't wait to get into it. Um, if you'd like to send us an email, you can at frickinsweetfamilypod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at frickinsweetpod. Or you can go to our page at anchor.fm slash frickinsweet. There you can find 
uh, all of our backlog of episodes, all of our special episodes that I've named tons of times. Uh, you can also send us a voicemail on there, and we'll play it right here on the show for you. And like I said, next week is going to be so much fun. This week was so much fun. Thank you guys for listening. You guys are fucking awesome. And that's just a synonym for freaking sweet. So, you know, take that as you will. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye. It seems today that all you see is violence. Hey, a bag of weed, a bag of weed. Oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. It's the only nut that you'll ever need. Because though they try to defeat me, they can all just freaking eat me. To make you call fellatio a trouser-friendly kiss is the plain situation. Be sure that you see that this is not a child.